Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreambus. After a long, deceitful ride to the courthouse full of secret conversations, the gals finally get to chat with Michelle Crichton openly in her cell. She explains everything she was doing on the island, including the Saffron, a way to create the creatures she calls abominations. After reaffirming their commitment to Hagatha's cause, Haggy herself pays them a call. Despite some obvious panic and nagging doubts, the gals emerge eager to carry out Hagatha's orders, which involves stealing documents from the court, killing those assigned to defense and jury selection, and ultimately rigging Michelle's trial to fail. I do declare, Yorana is back in Setra. You wrap up your call with Hagatha and step out of the ladies' room in the court of the Northern Isles. It's late afternoon, and the courthouse is beginning to wind down for the day. You stand around by the cafe as you wait for Q to wrap up his work. The penguin Kenku barista finishes tidying up his station, tosses a rag over his shoulder, and shouts, Have a good night, everyone! Oh, thank you very much, you too. You have the best good night. Good night. All right. Yeah. See you around. And uh, he waddles out. And the hall quiets down. Its modern minimalist interior begins to feel a lot more hollow, utilitarian. Eventually, you hear the clinking of plate armor as Q walks up to you and says, Ready to go? Yeah, but I was just thinking, you know, some tapestries in this hallway would really just kind of lighten it up a bit, I oh, think. Yeah. Make it a little less brutal. Mm-hmm. You, you think so? Oh, yeah, just some nice... Like some some nice ornate weaving, yeah. you know. I know the judge really likes the the nice you know clean simple space, but maybe like a nice monochrome carpet or something. Yeah, you know something a little more like welcoming, you know, to those that have to come in to deal with all of this. You yeah, know what you're I'm you're right. This can be a this can be a kind of stressful experience for some people. Maybe 100%. we should. Maybe we could put little hearts on the walls. Well, oh, yeah. we don't want to be tacky either. Come on, like you know. Uh, oh. Okay. 
But good start. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe we can bring it up to the judge. Yeah. All right. I'll uh, I'll see if maybe we can arrange some time to talk tomorrow. Um, as far as heading out of here, uh, I I assume we're taking the Raptors. I, I normally hitch a ride with with a buddy of mine, but I figured we wanted to ride together. Oh, that would be absolutely lovely, and I think they would uh, they would absolutely be willing to give us a little a little ride, huh. a little. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's go. Okay. And you guys head out of the court. You walk down the hallways. Uh, you hear the reverberation of Q's clinking armor and uh, your heels on the ground as uh, you walk out. As Q opens the two front doors, he lets you guys out. And then you hear, Good grief! What an early beast saw you! Uh, oh, dear. Oh, my. Uh, One of the raptors takes a quick step toward the Kenku, causing him to fall backwards into the snow. Oh, no, no, no. The raptor almost seems to smile as it purrs. Hey, hey, now. Hey. No, no, no. That's not what we're going to do right now. The Kenku, like, scurries away. Jess, roll an animal handling check for me. Uh-oh. <laughs> Is the necklace not working anymore? Yeah, roll it, but roll it with advantage. All right, first one was an 18. And that's the number we're sticking with. <laughs> okay, well, 18 is perfect. You go, no, no, no. And he goes, <clears throat> it almost looks like when you shut a robot function off, <laughs> that it like it just immediately like snaps out of it. You see its eyes are still trained on the Kenku as he backs up and he goes, good grief. But the raptor just smiles and you hear a little... <clears throat> Sorry about that, pal. Uh, you know, they're still getting house trained. What kind of beast is that? Oh, you know, just your run-of-the-mill horse. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's, it's a, a mixed breed. Well, I there was a, a terrible accident. Um, we were we were going uh, with a wyvern um, yeah. on the wyvern uh, airlines, and uh, well, when we came back, we found one of our horses uh, had been uh, one of our mares had been having a special time with the dra- with the wyvern, if you know what I'm saying. And and then uh, nine months later, that's what popped out. Oh no! Oops. So what are you gonna do? He flicks his eyes back and forth between the two of you and goes, "Gross." And walks away. Yeah. <laughs> you have a wonderful night. Yeah. Goodbye. You too. Thanks. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, it's. Mm, what are we going to do with these three? Uh, I mean, c- can I ask you, do, do you guys mind if I ask you a question? Sure. Why are, why are you lying ab- about that? Like what they are? Well, Q. Sometimes people get scared about what they don't understand, you know? And sometimes telling a little white lie about something so minuscule as where they came from or what they are doesn't necessarily matter to a stranger when they're just kind of passing through, you know? Yeah. I guess you're right. My, yeah, my, my honesty has gotten me into a couple of bad scrapes. I just really don't like lying, you know? No, of course. And Q, you know, I think that's a wonderful trait to have. How honest you are. Hey, keep it up. But every now and then, you know, uh, and Bob is going to like look back at Jess. Every now and then, there are times where it, it, like she said, it just might be easier. 
and safer. Because then God forbid that uh, that fellow over there goes ahead and starts telling people, oh, you won't believe what I saw over over by the courthouse, this crazy raptor looking thing. You know what I mean? And then the word gets out and then people get scared and then you got a whole other lawsuit on your hands and we're so busy as it is, you know? I guess I guess you're right. I'll, uh, maybe I can be better about that. It's just, it feels a little icky, you know? It's all part of the process, Q. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is is there any way we can try and keep them from, uh, you know, hurting people? I, I'd really hate for one of my friends to get hurt. Absolutely. I think uh, with time, with some training, um, and with some good conditioning, I think they will be broken of their old habits that they might have picked up on that gosh darn island. <laughs> ha. Yeah. All right. Well, uh. Ready to go? And uh, as he's saying that, he's facing you, so the raptors are behind him. And you see one of the raptors, like, very slowly creeping up over his shoulder. And it seems to lick its lips. Yes, Jess. Oh, yeah. I think that it's absolutely time to Mm -hmm. mount up on these lovely creatures. Hi, girls. And I give them a little wave. Q turns around to look at the raptors and the one that was sneaking up on him like steps back and smiles. And uh, Jessica's going to go over to um, the one in the middle and just kind of pet its snout. Would you call it a snout? Yeah, it's a snout. Okay. I go over and I I pet the snout. Aren't you just a clever girl, you? You clever girl. The slitted eye just like turns to look at you very dramatically. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Bob is going to walk over to Jess and whisper, make sure Q can't really hear. Maybe, uh, or just let him know that food will be coming soon. And Bob is going to like wink, wink at Jess, hoping she knows what she's talking about. Absolutely. Oh, gosh, I am so sorry. I didn't even think about that. You know, you poor things haven't had something to eat. Don't you worry. We're going to get you something to gnash on real soon. And she just continues to pet and kind of stare into the slitted eyes of the raptor before her. Yeah. As you mentioned the food, they all like turn to look at each other. <coughs> they, they seem very pleased uh, and slightly conniving as they chirp. The perfect pair. <laughs> oh, a pair? Did you say you had a pair? Oh, well, you know, maybe Q has. At um... uh, yeah, yeah. We, we, I've, I, we, we have food at home. My, my roommate tends to uh, uh, have some fresh food if, if, if you need anything. Okay. My goodness, what a kind offer for you to make. Uh, so, how about uh, we mount up here and you kind of show us the way? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Okay. You guys mount up and Q leads the way. You ride out under the setting sun and the sky turns all shades of orange, purple, and pink as you look out over the rocky seaside cliffs of the finger. It's a beautiful ride. Q leads you off the main path and takes an eastward trail further inland. You ride through the dead trees and the considerable blanket of snow on the ground. The raptors begin to slow their pace, and they seem to be breathing a little more heavily. After about an hour of riding, Barb, you suddenly go flying face-first into a mound of snow. 
you look back and your raptor has collapsed onto the ground and lies on its side. Oh yes. my gosh, Barb, are you okay there? Oh, I'm fine. What 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 happened? What happened? Ow! Jessica dismounts and goes over to um, Barb to help her up out of the snowbank. Yeah. Oh. As soon as you dismount, Jess, your raptor like takes a seat, like it sits on its haunches. Oh my gosh, our girls are so tired. Oh, jeez. Is she gonna be okay? What just happened? I don't know. Let's go over and see. Okay, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and and uh, get a closer look at the collapsed raptor. Yeah, roll a, I guess a medicine check for me. Oh shit, it's a 21, 20 natural. (laughs) (laughs) So Jess, you fully understand what has happened here immediately. You go up to Barb's raptor and you see that it is lying on its side. It's breathing heavily. And you look at its extremities, especially the tail and and the raptor arms, and you see them trembling and shivering. And you piece together, based on what you know, that it is likely cold-blooded. And the temperature of this winter biome is beginning to take its toll. Uh, You get the feeling in its current state, it cannot bear a load. This raptor in particular, which... You look around at the others and you see they are all very tired. Like, it looks like they are suffering similar afflictions. This one just gave out a little faster, perhaps because Barb is made of metal and quite heavy. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) But this one looks like it probably can maybe stand up on its own and, like, walk, but hardly that. Q, how far are we from your place? Uh, probably another half hour ride or so. Okay, well, that's not gonna happen right now. All right, uh... Jessica's going to start to look around and see if she can find any wood. Sure. Roll and give me an investigation. Okay. That's a good one to do because I've got a nice plus five, but it's a shame that I rolled such shit that time because it's only a nine. Ooh, okay. You managed to find lots of twigs and, and stuff like that on the twigs? ground. Because- <laughs> no. Twigs? No. Oh, God. I thought he was dead. I see all these twigs. Fuck, Jess, calm down. Calm down. Jessica, you take one point of morale damage as your guilty conscience haunts you. No! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I should not be laughing. No, it hurts. No. It hurts. hurts. I did take that point of damage. (laughs) Uh, Michael takes a point of damage. So you managed to find lots of twigs and leaves and stuff on the ground, but the problem is the blanket of snow is so thick that all the ones that you managed to find are too damp to uh, really use as kindling. Okay. Um, uh, Jessica is going to use prestidigitation Uh to create a small gust of wind to try to dry these twigs. Huh. Give me an arcana roll. I'm going to say this is pretty difficult because it would have to be a very effective gust of wind and it would have to be a warm one at that. So uh, this is, it's going to require a lot of concentration. So give me an arcana. The arcana is an 18. Okay. Describe this gust of wind for me. Jessica with uh, the bundle of twigs in one hand, she starts waving two of her fingers in the air to create like a bit of a funnel as you see like bits of particles in the air start to gather around as she creates this funnel of air. 
and then she whips this funnel of air through the bunch of twigs to create a gust of wind to try to blow off as much of the moisture from the twigs as possible. You do so, and it does seem to reduce the moisture significantly. There are still some wet twigs and stuff in there, but it seems that it was really quite effective. You would assume more so than an average spellcaster could accomplish. Oh, you know, my use of prestidigitation is getting pretty good there. Um, okay, and Jessica's gonna take a look around to see if there's, like, a thinner section of snow that maybe she can try to, like, dig through to the ground on. Yeah, the snow comes up to below your knees. Oh, gosh. It's probably just above your ankles. And so as you see, like, near the base of one of the dead trees, you see that the snow is a little bit thinner. It seems like maybe the branches have caught a lot of the snow that would have fallen here. And you get the feeling you could probably clear out a nice patch of ground there. Jessica begins to do so. Okay. She starts clearing out the ground. Bob is going to help, Jess. Oh, thank you, dear. Thank you so much. I think you, uh, sorry, I didn't explain myself. I just leaped into action there. If uh, no, I'm going to try to start a fire to get these guys nice and warm. They're, I, they're cold-blooded, you know, so we got to keep them a little oh, toasty. Yeah. Of course. I gotcha. And yeah. uh, Q removes one of his pauldrons, the shoulder piece of his armor, and uses it as a scoop to help you. Oh, my gosh. Wow, thank you so much. Oh. Wow. And yeah, you, you clear away some ground. And Jessica starts to arrange the twigs in the cleared bit of ground. And once again, she will cast Heshtetetetation to create a small campfire. Okay, you snap your fingers and immediately a little catches and you start a, it's not the strongest fire. I wouldn't call it a bonfire. Oh no. But you have like a... <laughs> Like a survivor man, like, oh my god, I have fire, and it's like this like little bundle of twigs that's burning. But it seems like a relatively healthy fire. Thank goodness. And uh, it's right near this dead tree, so if it goes up in a blaze, you know, hey, so so be it. <laughs> All right, girls. Uh, and I, I go over to the one that's like really, really yeah. tired, and I'm like, okay, uh, Barb, could you give me a hand oh, here and get yeah, her over yeah. to the fire? Of course. You help the Blinkrafter up, and she goes... <sighs> And yeah, she kind of like stumbles her way through the snow and then just collapses next to the fire. Oh, okay. You got it. That's okay. Come on. You're going to be all right. And uh, Jessica starts to kind of pet and rub the body of the raptor in an attempt both to comfort and also to warm the body of the raptor as well. Roll a medicine check for me with advantage I'll give you since you've constructed the fire to see how well your treatment goes over. Okay. With advantage, it's a 13. That first one was a natural fail, so that wasn't great. So it takes you close to an hour by the fire. You're constantly rubbing and, like, keeping warm. The fire continues to burn. You keep restocking it with kindling. And eventually, you see she seems to be feeling better. She seems functional. You get the feeling that if she can barrel load, it's not going to be for incredibly long. Hmm. Jess, how... how how they looking? How they doing? Well, I, they, they are not gonna be able to bear a load, so to speak. Oh, that's well. Hey, so I can, I'll walk. I don't mind. I'll get my steps yeah, in. Yeah. You Q, know. Uh, how far of a of a whack would it be? I think he said like point? thirty more minutes or something. Well, he said thirty, but I, I assumed that might be uh not necessarily whacking. Yeah, that that was a a thirty minute ride. Uh, it's not a. Terribly, I mean, you know, it's like a leisurely ride. We're not like ripping through the forest, so maybe an hour ish. 
Okay, that's not, that's not awful, but I, gosh, I wouldn't want to leave them defenseless at, in this, in this state, you know? Oh, well, I meant to like, just walk alongside with them. Like they still come with us. All right, well, uh, yeah. Ladies, are you up to walk? We'll, we'll get you somewhere nice and warm if you can do it for like an hour. They just kind of stare at you and let out a little chaffa. <laughs> Um, Q, you don't think there's any kind of, like, a wildlife around that we might be able to uh, hunt to give them a little bit of an energy boost, do you? Maybe. We do tend to run into things out in the in this forest every now and then. Uh, Jessica will kind of, I guess, look for animal tracks? Sure. Barb, do me a favor. Roll a d10 for me. <sighs> Gods! I don't like that. Why would you ask me? <laughs> All right, well, that's a seven. Great, Jessica. Yeah. Roll an investigation for me. Okay, it's a nine. Okay, you find areas where you're like, oh, this is definitely a track, but because it's still snowing constantly, it doesn't really lead anywhere. It's like muddy. Maybe you find a footprint or something that you think might lead to a footprint, Mm. but it just kind of gets lost in the flurry of the snow. Lost in the sauce, as they say. I suppose, okay, well. Well, maybe, maybe if we just start walking, um, something might just show up. You know, I feel like we have a knack for just calling things to us sometimes, you know. We tend to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. But it happens. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. Might as well. Okay. Well, uh, all right, ladies. I, I know, I know you're, you're not feeling a hundred percent right now, but. I think uh, the best thing for you is to get you somewhere that you're going to be able to rest a little bit safer and uh, a little bit easier and, and a little bit warmer. So uh, let's get to it. They push themselves up off uh, their legs. They kind of shake their feathers out and then prepare to walk with you. Come on, let me see you shake your tail feather. Barb, on, now roll a d20 for me. Come on, let me see you shake your tail feather. Ah, uh, 14. Twisted. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, baby. <laughs> the raptors uh, begin to shake their tail feathers and then like <sighs> get tired and they stop. Oh, wait, wait, okay, don't, don't use too much energy. On. I'm so sorry. I I get yeah. all kind of carried away yeah, with on, my Jess. song. Sometimes. Damn. What was that, Barb? I said, read a room. No, no, what was your roll? Oh, 14. Okay. I thought the 14 was for them to shake their tail feather. <laughs> not, okay? Whoopsies. Okay. You guys begin to walk through the forest, and uh, although the Blink Raptors are definitely looking quite weak, they do not seem like they are in imminent danger at the moment. I swear. And every now and then you hear like the snapping of branches, and you think, oh, uh, m- maybe there's food over here. Nothing. And the raptors just do, they don't even seem interested. They're just kind of following you. They're like, let's just get where we're going. And then you hear a very significant rustle in one of the dead trees as you hear the snapping of branches. Oh, shit. And you hear something impact the snow. Barbara's going to turn towards the sound and pull out her short sword and point directly at it and carefully start walking over. Yeah, you point directly at it. And in the snow, you see this tuft of fur and this kind of hunchback. It looks kind of canine, like a wolf, maybe. And it seems to be stirring and recovering from the fall from the broken branch. 
and Barb, as you walk up to it, do you say anything? Is it a, is it a person? Can it understand me? It's going. <laughs> right now, you just see the fur. It seems to have fallen and gotten covered in snow. No, I wouldn't. I would kind of just start getting closer and get ready to like stab it. You come closer and you see the first stirring. What the hell is that? Eventually, you see the snow goes flying as it bursts out of the snow and you hear a... You see this creature with bloodshot eyes and rippling muscles, a wolf snout standing upright like a human. It snarls at you. Oh, God. Okay. Is this a werewolf? It is. Roll for initiative. Ah, son of a biscuit eating bull. Jacob, we don't have to do this right now. Come on. We're halfway there. Things were getting pretty fishy, all right. Like a halfling at a urinal. I was gonna have to stay on my toes. Hey! This, this is the Halftime Ad with Nikki B. Sorry, guys. I was just staring into my wizard's phylactery skull dice. Could have sworn they were trying to tell me something. I swear, it's totally normal, all right? What, like you don't spend 16 hours a day staring into the endless abyss contained within your beautifully crafted dice? You don't have any? How many times have we got to tell you about only crits before you go buy some damn dice? You know what? I'm sick of telling you. I'll let this skeleton guy do it. Hey, bitch! It's me, Gary, with two R's! Other Gary told me that you keep not listening to him. Oh, what? You were expecting a cute little ad with, with, with ambiance and music? Ooh, you wanted a little, a little Halloween music. Is that what you wanted? Well, no! We're tired of telling you this! How many times do we gotta tell you to go to onlycrits.com? We're giving you discount codes! Drimpus, you can tip us it off! You think I could 10% off anything in Opula? No, I'm undead. I already lived. I already died. And I'm still paying bills in goddamn Opula. My son won't talk to me. I'm just trying to buy him a nice little present for Giftmas at the end of the year. But you won't go to OnlyGrits.com. Use that goddamn discount code and buy some pretty dice. What the hell is wrong with you? Do you know how hard it is for me to run this, this fucking pawn shop? Huh? What? What? The dice aren't enough for you? You don't like little skulls floating in your dice? Okay, what if we throw in a free adventure? Ooh! You got a cool little adventure to play for Halloween! Well, guess what? They already do that, and we've already been telling you about it! So please, just go to OnlyCrits.com, use Uppercoat Trippers to get 10% off, and buy some goddamn dice! Uh, hello? Oh, hey! Welcome to Until Dawn Pod. How can I help you? So quit! You're procrastinating and go to onlycrits.com and use code DRIMMIST to get 10% off your order. The Dice Demanded. 
The Dice also want to demand that we thank our beautiful patrons. Jerry Matoski, Soloko, Victoria Madrid, Graham Benier, Alondo Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Edward Squave, Regina Russell, Morgan Holly, Salty, Adrian Bundy, Sam Oliver, Jordan Cobb, The Young Negro, John Gillette, Chloe G, Con Air on DVD, Henry Star, Stephen B. Keats, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richards, Davis Wilton, Denny Dutra, Myth Mouse, Will Woodball, Kelly Wolf, Brendan and Bishop, Bridge, Punky Goat, Tway Glance, Joanna, West Burger Stance, Sitzman, Kia Green, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesner, Ruth, Thanatos. Why are you just standing there? Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have, like, a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's a good pilot, everyone. Very good. Very good. She's very good. And friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. For initiative! Oh, damn it. Oh, well, Jessica rolled a seven for her and Yashiriev. Oh, man. Bob rolled a ten. Okay. So, the werewolf roars. And begins to charge at you, Barb. It seems to be salivating. Its eyes are bloodshot. This thing does not look healthy. The blink raptors are up first. The blink raptors see it. They look at each other. <laughs> <laughs> One of them begins to like run forward at it. It stumbles over itself. Oh no! And the other two walk up to it and they all just blink out. Thank God. Keep yourselves safe, ladies. Q is up next and he draws his heavy crossbow and he goes, Uh, hey, hey, sir, please, please relax. Uh, you better, you better not. You, you, you better not. And he's gonna. If you have any silver bolts, now's the time to use them. (laughs) I'm not gonna hurt this civilian. He hasn't done anything wrong yet, but please don't attack us. And so he says that and he points his crossbow at the werewolf. Barb, you're up. Well, damn it. Now, so we're not gonna attack it? That's what you're telling me? I, I, sir, if you hurt us, we'll have no choice. Uh, Bob is like still holding like the sword out, just pointed directly at this thing. And Bob is gonna look at Jess, be like, 
like in her eyes just saying like do we what do we do do we go for it do we listen to the kid i mean <laughs> jessica points a finger no. <laughs> at barbara and sends her a telepathic message very quickly to say I mean, a werewolf on our side wouldn't be a terrible thing. Yeah, but the I mean, it looks messed up. Maybe if we help it. I don't know. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, Bob is going to try and do like what you're supposed to do with like bears. And she's going to stand like really high, tall. On, she's already, she's pretty tall. So she's going to put her arms up in the air with a short sword. And she's just going to like... Sorry. <laughs> that's what you, that's Perfect. What you get. <laughs> you want to roll an intimidation for me? I guess so. <laughs> I hope you're charismatic. Well, Bob got a 15. Okay. Roll it again. Okay. Does it disappear? Just, just tell me what the other oh, number is. A not natural 20. Okay. Jess, you're up. <laughs> of course. Wow. Um, okay. Jessica's going to look up into the sky and look for a full moon real fast. Yeah, so today is the third. Uh, you look up and it's not quite full just yet. Dan, what the fuck is going on here? Jess, we live in a magical world. Jessica, not having a great understanding necessarily of <laughs> werewolf lore of the world, having not come across many in her time. Jessica is going to cast Minor Illusion and she is going to aim for a thicker section of tree and brush. And behind that thick brush, she is going to try to use the perspective of it being behind the brush to try to like create like a sunrise. Okay. Uh, in an attempt to turn the werewolf back into its normal state. So uh, it is a cantrip for minor illusion, but I guess this is somewhat of a deception, so should I roll that? Or what would you like me to roll, John? It's a major illusion. Um, I will is. just... That is not... <laughs> That's a major frickin' illusion. John will just tell me it doesn't work. <laughs> I, I will take into account your action and what is about to happen. Okay. You don't nice. need to roll. <laughs> That's nice. So... Q is pointing his crossbow going, hey, you better don't. You better don't. Oh, no, uh, she better don't. Barb is just going, <laughs> and Jessica is trying to make a sunrise behind the werewolf. <laughs> and you see its bloodshot eyes. It's like slobbering mouth. It is confused. You see like the blink raptors have disappeared and it like kind of looks around for the blink raptors. It looks at Q and goes, Barb starts screaming. It like just kind of like like twitches its head back. Like ah, oh, that was loud. And then it sees the fake sunrise behind there. It goes, "Fuck! Read a book." It looks like right at Jessica. It's just read a book, and it just storms off into the distance of the oh. forest. <laughs> ah. Sir, I'm terribly sorry. I. uh you know, I, I, I am, I'm not gonna pretend that I am proud of my ignorance. <laughs> uh, it pisses in the snow as it stampedes away. Okay, well, you have a nice night. You see through the snow, a little gold coin gets like pelted at the wolf. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh. Hello, Mr. Bush Fairy. Oh. It's, uh, it's nice to, <laughs> no. 
no! to see you again. <laughs> no response. Uh, okay, that's okay. fine. It's that's just for us. <laughs> okay. Um. Well. I don't know. I really don't know what just happened. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. Q. Yeah, yeah. Um. Is that a common occurrence in this area? No. Are there a lot of werewolves in a pop, a heavy werewolf population in this uh, neck of your neighborhood? Uh, no, but it, we we do live, you know, kind of far out. So uh, every now and then we run into some hooligans or, you know, the occasional wild creature. Okay. That's uh, cool. I, I mean... Just wanted to make sure that it wasn't a, a neighbor or maybe if your roommate had a secret. A secret? Uh, I don't think my room That didn't sound like my roommate. Okay, well. That's awesome. I'm sure that we will cross paths with that uh, gentleman. I'm. It, it sounded like a deeper voice, but that doesn't necessarily mean yeah, anything. Yeah, you know, you can't. Well, you know, I, on, you know. I mean, it was nude, so I suppose we could have gotten a, a close look at its genitalia. But then again, also genitalia doesn't necessarily exactly dictate that. that either. Exactly you know, that. oh my gosh, we are just getting into such a quandary here with this. You know, <laughs> uh, let's just go with uh, uh, that werewolf. We, we probably will not necessarily run into that werewolf again, or maybe we will. Oh, I hope we do. I think we got off on the wrong foot. I really did not anticipate that to go the way it did. Neither did I. Yeah. But hey! And Bob is going to look over at Q and put an arm around him. Good, good call. You know, good call. Yeah. I want, I, I, I... I really, you know, I mean, I know I'm just a reclaimer and more often than not, I'm just grabbing people after the fact. Hey. But I always try and, and help people hey, hey, uh, hey. steer steer them off the wrong path. You know, I I, I think it's just it's never too late to uh, to get someone to you know make the make the right decision. He he didn't commit a crime yet. I didn't want to hurt him. No, you know, Q, you're not just nothing, okay? You're something, and you're pretty freaking. It's a good something, okay? And I. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Yeah, yeah, and just remember that. Okay. okay. I think we can actually learn a thing or two from you. And anyway, all right. Well, uh, shall we carry on? Oh, ladies, you can. It, the the coast is clear, ladies. They blink back in, shake their heads at you, and then blink back out. Oh, the coast is not clear. The, the, they blink back in. They nod their heads yes, and then blink back out. Okay, the coast is clear. You just choose to remain blinked out. That's you fine. Know, as long as you're following along with us, you know, that's a-okay by me. I have a question. I know we probably don't know a lot about it just yet, but I think at some point, maybe... I know they're, like, in between planes when they do that whole thing, but, like, is that... Can that potentially at some point maybe become, like, a form of travel, for example? You know? you know, that is a great question. I think it, it would involve a little bit of research. Yeah, I just wanted to pose the question so that we kept it in mind. So that just in case if at any point we happen to meet like someone who I guess was just like an expert in that field, you know, yeah, like that no, is I their field of study. That we can then be like, hey, suppose and ask a question. Suppose you blinked in and out of different planes of existence. Could you kind of, like, 
use that uh, transportation. Yeah, you know. So can you fold the fabric of a dimension so you can jump from one point to the other? You know, I feel It's a like great that, question. I, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, uh, we can ponder that uh, marvelous query as we uh, carry on. Q, uh, c- care to lead the way once more? Yeah, I think we're almost there, actually. Should be another 10, 15. Fantastic. Thank the Lord. Let's do it. All right. And you continue trudging through the snow. As you get closer to Q's place, the snow becomes a little thicker. There are kind of less trees around here, so it seems like more snow has accumulated on the ground. And finally, after another 15 minutes or so, you arrive at a small log cabin in the woods. Cabin in the woods. The sky is a deep shade of blue as the last bits of light are fading away, nearly leaving you in darkness. The faint glow of lantern light shines through the windows. Well, we're here. Home sweet home. Oh my gosh, Q, it is just absolutely lovely. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Uh, are, are the ladies still with us? Oh, ladies. <laughs> and they seem to be a lot healthier. You see, there's something, there's something about it. I don't fully understand it, but I feel like they did, you know, I don't know. Did being in that other plane help your health? <laughs> I... I'm taking that as a yes. Okay, I'm gonna take that as a yes. Yeah. My goodness, you wow. See, okay, we've got some science to do at some point. Not we today. We sure do. We've got some reading to, we need to, you know, does this town have a library queue? We could really go for a, uh, a nice research session. I mean, uh, closer to the courthouse, sure. Not, uh, we're not really in a town. It's just our cabin out sure, here. Sure, 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 I, I mean, I, sorry. No, I, yeah. I just kind of associate your cabin with where we kind of generally. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Sorry. Let's get in out of the cold. Come on. Oh, please. Yes, I am freezing. Oh, yeah. C- come on in. Come on in. And uh, he opens the door for you. The interior of the cabin Seems like a quaint and rather lovely home. It's small, but not cramped. Warm, but pleasantly so. A bearskin rug is sprawled out in the center of the living space with a coffee table atop it. Against the back wall is a couch with a blanket laid out over it. To your left, you see a small hearth which makes up the centerpiece of a corner kitchen with a few cabinets and tabletops in the southwest corner. In the northwest corner... You see a door that presumably leads into a rather ample walk-in pantry. To your right is a door that seems to lead to a bedroom. And Q goes, Hey, uh, Miss, Mrs. Muffin, we're, we're home. Oh. And you see from the door on the right that you presume leads to a bedroom. This big orc woman, very, very busty. Oh, yes. Large, round belly, a couple of chins. And very tall, and and you get the feeling very strong and muscular in this very um, it's kind of like a maid's outfit, but not really like you know what like like a gingham gown kind of like uh. Sure. This is the most specific reference, uh, but in the producer's movie when Nathan Lane is having the flashback uh-huh. and he goes, Alvy, Alvy, yes. oh that gosh. outfit basically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you. Yes. So in that outfit, (laughs) with like a little um, white half 
apron comes out and goes, Oh, come on in, dearies. Uh, Q, you brought... You brought some friends. Hello, hello. Hello. A pleasure to meet you. Mrs. Miss Muffin, was it? Mrs. Muffin, Mrs. darling. Muffin. Uh, I must say, a lovely little home you have here. Did you, where'd you get this stuff? Ikea? Is it Ikea? I love that place. It's, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. I love, I love Ikea. The craftsmanship oh, yeah. is really quite incredible. And a great way to save some money, you know? <laughs> Awesome. Oh, yes, yeah, very affordable. Man. Very nice. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Thank you so much for uh, letting me and, and my friend Jess here stay. That's it's so, so kind hi of you. Hi there. It's a pleasure to meet you oh. as well. Oh, hi, hi, Jess. Uh, and she turns to Q and she goes, Q, you guests. Y- yeah, yeah, uh, these, are, these are my friends, uh, Jess and Barb. And uh, they're working on a really important case. They're actually from out of town, right? You guys said you were from out of town. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, they're they've really done a lot for me. And um, I it just we, we have some work to do tomorrow. And I offered to let them crash on the couch. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Did I speak too soon? I'm sorry. I didn't realize. If if it's oh, too much, no, please, dearie. please, we can oh, go. D- dearie, don't. Don't mention it, dear. It's, it's quite fine. Okay. Um, please make yourselves at home. And at this point, one of the Blink Raptors barges into the house. And Mrs. Muffin goes, Oh, dear. What is this? I am so sorry about that, ladies. I was going to bring you in in just a second if you would give us a moment to introduce ourselves. Golly gee. And Jessica, did she notice if there was, it's just the cottage, right? There's not like a, like a barn or anything or. You don't see any barn. Okay. Uh, well, we've got some, uh, our, well, we've got some (laughs) pals here with us as well. Um, they need to be kept warm. They, uh. They're not used to the cold, uh, so if if you don't mind putting them up as well with us, I'm terribly sorry. We should. Oh dear, are they are they house trained? Uh oh oh yeah, kind of. <laughs> For the most part, I'd say yeah. All right, well, um, I'll make sure to take them for a for a. a a quick one before they uh, settle in for the night. Sure. Well, please just be careful with the home. It's quite the trek out to Ikea. Should uh, should we need any repairs? <laughs> so I'd, I'd rather not have to make it. Oh, I know. Gosh, sometimes those Ikeas can be so far away from where one it's, lives. It's I mean, I remember me and Frank going once. And golly gee, we were lucky to make it out of there. Still a couple, if you know what I'm saying. Gosh. Oh, and not to mention lugging it back. If you don't have a cart, well, you know, all those boxes, separate pieces. Oh, yeah. It's really quite a... Uh... Yeah, you know, eventually we just kind of started buying some stuff secondhand at garage sales. That was oh, kind of... We I liked a, a nice eclectic... Uh... I am a big fan of reusing. You know, we only have one continent. <laughs> Absolutely. Reduce, reuse, and uh, recycle. Absolutely, yes. Well, uh... Uh, now that you're, it's, it's getting rather late, but, uh, perhaps I could. Uh, are you hungry? Uh, Q, I, I left some stew on the pot for you. I, I could make a little more. Oh. Um, if you're especially hungry, 
If not, there should be enough to share. Could it, can I offer you any tea? Perhaps uh, some hot cocoa? <laughs> oh my goodness. That is so absolutely generous of you. And I, oh, you know, that would be lovely. Thank you so much. Oh, certainly. So what? what's your preference? Oh, I'll take a cup of tea over the cocoa for myself. Thank you so much. Very well. Uh, Jess, was it? Yeah. Jessica, Jessica Felcher. Oh, no. The Jessica Felcher. The one and only. Oh. At least that I've met anyway. (laughs) Let me get up the good china. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm a big fan. Oh, thank you so much. And Jessica turns to Barbara and goes, called it as soon as I walked in the door. My target audience right here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she goes, oh, I've I've read all your books many times over. Oh my goodness, that is so generous. Thank you so I, much. I heard, I heard through the rumor mill that they are adapting Pocketful of Deadfish to the stage? Yeah. The, I can confirm that rumor. Wink, wink. <laughs> oh, Lord. I. Oh, time to start saving for a trip out to Opula. Hmm? Absolutely. I mean, we're going to start perhaps with an out of town tryout. Um, and then we will absolutely be mounting a full production in. Uh, uh, in- so, Jessica, actually, uh, here's, a, here's a little question. Jessica, when was the last time you spoke with your publicist? Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Considering all the things that have been going on. Uh, not lately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, to, to my understanding, your publicist had your address in East Orgea. Uh, and you guys would normally communicate through mail, right? Because not everyone has the mirrors. Yeah. So, yeah, to your last understanding, yes, they were uh, shopping around for an adaptation to stage Pocketful of Deadfish. Yeah, so uh, at least that's the last I heard. I've been a, on a bit of a sabbatical from the orga- from my uh, kind of team, so to speak. But, you know, I'm sure that they are continuing forward as best they can. There might be a couple of decisions that I need to make when I get back, but... Yeah, I'm very excited, and I'll uh, if you can get yourself out there, I'll make sure that there's a ticket for you at the... Oh, very kind of you. Oh, of course, Mrs. Muffin. Barbara, uh, tea, stew? Oh, I'll just have a cup of tea, if you don't mind. Thank you so all much. Right. Uh, uh, Q, I know you're always hungry when you come home from work. And Jess, are you hungry? Oh, I would absolutely love some stew. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, coming right up. And you see Mrs. Muffin uh, kind of walks over. She has that big, like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, the classic, like, video game, like, big orc, like, gate. That is almost like a waddle. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, ordinarily, in a video game, like, you would look at Mrs. Muffin and you'd be like, oh, man, she's about to rock my shit. <laughs> um, but, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> in like what way did you mean that? Like in what? In like a she's gonna beat the shit out of me as like a boss. Okay, fight. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, okay. I was I, like, yeah. My mind went to like, there's gonna be a broken bed frame sort of rock your world. That is exactly what I thought uh, too. Well, 
And listen. Honestly, it could go either way. That's fair. And when we first walked in, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, Barb would want to die by her thighs, probably. But Mrs. Muffin, the MILF of the season. There you go. You gotta have one. Mrs. Milfin. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, it could go either way, right? Um, but anyway. Yeah, so she, she, what, it, what I mean is she has like a big, powerful, hefty gate. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah, I saw it out front. My goodness, is that wrought iron out there? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, but she she rocks it with kindness. It's it's a very loving, heavy uh, step. Very maternal. Yeah, and she walks over to that southwest corner of the home with the little kitchen. The hearth is lit, and she begins pouring stuff out. You get the feeling this is gonna take a few minutes. And Q goes, uh, "Well, yeah, just uh, feel free to to settle in." And the raptors all immediately kind of sprawl out on the bear rug. <laughs> nice. And uh, oh, Mrs. Muffin, I. Sorry to trouble you. Would there perhaps be enough stew, perhaps, for our uh, our our fine steeds here? Jessica <laughs> kind of references to the raptors. If they could perhaps have a a, a bowler. Um, I don't think we have enough for the raptors in terms of stew, but I do have this uh, fresh cut meat. And she grabs a couple of steaks that are in butcher's paper. Huh. Oh my gosh, Mrs. Muffin, that would be uh, that would be perfect. Oh, yes. uh, Here you go, dearies. And she throws the stakes into the air, like, with really good precision. They kind of flop up, and you see the blink raptors blink, and then blink back in, like, in the air, as they grab onto the stakes. Blink out, and then blink back, like, already nestled back on the rug, chewing on the stakes. Aren't they just the sweetest things? Oh my, very, uh, vicious. Well, <laughs> in, in some ways, yes. In other ways, they can be very docile. Viciously loving. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, well, uh, Jess, here you are, and she hands you a stew. Oh my goodness, thank you. Q, I put a little, a little extra protein in there for you. I know you had a long... Long day, and and then she brings over some tea, and she goes for Barbara, and for Jessica. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thanks so much. Oh gosh. Well, uh, can I do anything else for you uh, before I turn in for the night? Anything to make you more comfortable? Oh, Mrs. Muffin, you have already done Honestly, so much. Thank yeah, you. Thank you so much. All right. Well, if you need anything, I'll be in my room. And she walks over to the door, opens it, and says, uh, Good night, dears. Good night. Oh, good night. <laughs> and she closes the door and uh, gets into it. Q? Yeah? I have a question for you. Yeah? I don't mean to intrude. And, you know, everyone is different. Everyone's relationship is their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you sleep? Oh, my room's right over here. Okay. And he walks over to what you thought was a walk-in pantry, and he slides the door open, and you see this little, like, like closet that has just enough room for a bed and a nightstand. Nice spot, buddy. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry, I'd offer to let you stay in my room. Or you, you can have my bed if you guys want. Uh, but oh, the couch cute. pulls out. No, it, it, that's fine, Q. The couch is, is more than that okay. Is more please, than generous. please. Thank you sure? I, I want you guys to be comfortable. You've done so Q, much for me. Don't even worry about it. The couch is perfect. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Oh. Stew's pretty good, huh? Like, he walked you guys over, but he's still eating mm. the stew. He's like, mm-hmm. Oh, yes, the stew is lovely. I think there's a a bit of, like, um, I think she might have used a bit of cinnamon to give it an interesting kind of profile, my goodness. Oh, yeah, man, Mrs. Muffin's a great cook. How, how did you meet Mrs. Muffin, Q? Uh, how did we meet? Well, I, uh, when I decided to move out to become a reclaimer, I kind of needed a place to uh, stay, and... Uh, I actually ran into Mrs. Muffin uh, near the courthouse, uh, in the cafe, actually. Uh, we got to talking. She seemed like a really nice lady, and uh, um, she mentioned she had a vacancy that she was looking to fill, and, well, I really needed a place to stay, so she gave me a pretty good deal. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, what does she, does she, does she work? Does she do anything? Is she, like, a stay-at-home? Yeah, uh, well, it's, uh, it's a pretty self-sustaining place, but um, she... She sells, uh, gross. She, she's kind of like a hunter-ish type thing. Oh wow! More of a butcher. Oh wow! Good for her. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's why she lives out here in the woods. You know, it's a, it's a little easier to probably find some game. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. And she, she's a great cook too. Every now and then, we'll do bake sales. Or, oh, that's so sweet. Uh, she crochets. Wow! Quite the woman. Yeah, pretty interesting woman, huh? Definitely. And by chance, what was she doing at the courthouse the day you met her? Um, I think she... What was she doing? I remember she was... She had some business there. I think she was paying some fines or something like that. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. And it, uh, uh, is there a, a, a Mr. Muffin that you know of? I know with the misses and everything, um, it's, uh, you know. I... Th- she doesn't really talk about that very much, uh... Definitely not since I've known her at the very least. Okay, okay, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Sorry for all the questions. I was just curious, you know, no, we're no staying worries. under her roof and I just want to, you know. Oh, of I, course. Uh, I, t- I totally uh, get it. Yeah, I trust her completely. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Great. Awesome, awesome. Okay. Uh, what time do you got to be up tomorrow, Q? Oh, boy. Um. Well, it kind of depends, right? Because I was previously assigned to uh, the... To guard los los marineros, but uh, I spoke with the judge. I mentioned that we brought in uh, Michelle, and so I've kind of been given leave to assist in the processing of that, so we can get something filed as soon as possible. You know, uh, the judge he, he doesn't really like to hold on to people without a uh, proper cause. So I think I'm free to help you guys out tomorrow as much as we can. Okay, that's great. Well, thank you, Q. Excellent. Appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. Can I get you guys anything else? Oh, gosh. No, I- I'm more than okay. Maybe just like, uh... Well, I guess we got... Oh, there are pillows here. Never mind. What, 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 I- I'm-, I'm okay. Jess? Oh, yeah. Here. So I'm so I'm so sorry. Uh, there are pillows there, and there's that quilt. But here, you-, you can take my blanket, so you guys don't have to share. Oh! And he grabs his blanket, and he hands it oh. to you. Oh, okay, cute. cute. That's so generous. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It gets kind of warm in, in my room anyway. Oh, sure, I'm sure. Right next to the kitchen and it's about yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Of course. All right. Well, uh, uh, would you like me to wake you guys up tomorrow or? Uh, I tend to get an early start, but you know, if I am still asleep, you absolutely wake me yeah. up. Sure. Yeah. Sure. What Jess said. All right. Yeah. 
Cool. Um, well, uh, good night then. If you guys need anything, you know where I am. Thanks, Thank you, Q. Q. Good night and pleasant yes. dreams. Sweet dreams. Sweet Thanks. Guy. You too. I love dreams. They're so nice. Aren't they the best? When you got them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm pretty beat, so good night. Good night. Good night. And he slides the little, like, it's one of those folding, like, closet doors. He just kind of slides yeah. it shut. And you can hear him get into bed. <laughs> well, you can hear him take his armor off and then get sure. into bed. This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Michael Pisani as Jessica Felcher and Amanda Fernandez Acosta as Barbara. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our After the Show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Modes of thought in Interran literature. Second year classics, Harvard University. Seven years ago, a Chinese military sub accidentally went down in the Pacific Ocean. Turns out, the sub fell smack in front of a gigantic three-sided pyramid in the ruins of what we now call Dark City. This Interran lit class. Seems like there's a lot of debate about it. Legally, I cannot stop you from teaching this class, but I strongly advise that what? you... You know what? If you want to tank your reputation, that's on you. You don't believe a word I say about Antara, right? You're right. I do not believe Antara exists. I need to know. Is it real? You came all the way to China to find out? Okay, everyone, get out right now. Now, Raquel, what the hell are you doing? I'm gonna cut my hand, and you're all gonna feel it. Ow! See? I told you. Modes of Thought in Interran Literature. An audio drama. Produced by Wolf of the Door Studios. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.